Welcome to Finding My Fit, your go-to podcast for all things women's health, self-love and eating disorder recovery. If you enjoy the podcast, I would absolutely love for you to leave me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. And if you're interested in self-love and gratitude and self-reflection as much as I am, you are bound to absolutely love my Etsy products. My Etsy shop is called Finding My Fit Store and it's linked in the show notes of every single podcast episode. And with that being said, let's get on into today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to another snack episode. So today I'm going to do an eating disorder Q&A. So I actually put on my Instagram, it was so long ago now, it was probably like a month ago, if not more than that. I put, um, does anyone have any questions about eating disorders? And I did get quite a few questions. So I was like, oh, I'll do an episode about them. And I was going to do it as a full episode. But I actually think I would prefer to do the Q&As in the snack episodes. Because I do find sometimes with... Q&A episodes on podcasts it can get a little bit like a bit tedious when the episode is about an hour long and they're just going through and answering loads and loads of questions and I kind of find that my mind just drifts a bit when I listen to those sort of podcasts and yeah so I thought I would do them as a snack episodes and I wanted to try and theme my Q&As so I won't be doing these all the time but I thought if I do do a Q&A then I'm going to try and collate a few questions that are really similar so I can do like a topical Q&A if that makes sense. So today I'm answering questions about eating disorders and yeah we'll just get into it. So the first question was how can weight training help my bone mass after eating disorder recovery? This is quite a loaded question and I guess I'll give a little bit of background. So when you are going through an eating disorder you're very very severely malnourished And this can lead to a number of changes in the body. It basically affects every single cell in the body. But in terms of bone mass, firstly, you're not getting enough calcium, vitamin D and phosphorus in your diet, very likely, because you are not eating enough. And this can have a massive effect on bone turnover and bone growth. And in particular, this is a problem if you are going through puberty or if you have an eating disorder at a very young age when you are putting down that bone mass that will take you into adulthood. Um, But of course, you know, adults can still have these issues if they do have an eating disorder um, when they're past puberty, but it's just kind of more emphasised during the growth years of our lives. So you're lacking calcium, vitamin D and phosphorus, and that is already really detrimental to your bone health. But alongside this, when you are lacking nutrition, it also messes up your hormones and in particular estrogen is actually very important for the development of the bones and bone mass. So it's found that when you have lower estrogen levels your bones can actually be less dense and they are more fragile to fractures. So this is something called osteopenia or osteoporosis and long-term eating disorders can actually lead to both of these conditions due to the lack of bone density. So I haven't even started answering the question yet, but that was a bit of background. So how can weight training help bone mass after eating disorder recovery? So we know that when you go in the gym and you resistance train and you're working out your muscles, you can stimulate muscle growth. So you get bigger muscles, you grow stronger, you grow more powerful, you get better endurance. But weight training in the gym can actually also support your bone structures. And this is because muscle actually supports the bones. 
So when we train our muscles and they get stronger, it's likely that the bones will also adapt to this strength training and they will also get stronger. At the end of the day, the bones are the things that take the brute force when we're running, when we're weightlifting, you know, they are what is kind of supporting our muscles. So as a muscle grows, the bone can also grow stronger as well. Bone is metabolically active. So when we are weight training, we are kind of affecting our hormones a little bit. And the way our body adapts, it's not just like it's only the muscles that are affected. The whole body adapts to exercise and resistance training. So your bones can actually get stronger and adapt to your training style just as well as the muscles can. The muscle to bone ratio is about five to one at maximum. And that suggests that there is a maximum rate at which the muscles can grow compared to the bones. So if your muscles are growing more and more because you're weightlifting and you're lifting heavier weights and you're pushing yourself in the gym, your bones have to grow as well in order to maintain that five to one maximum ratio. So I hope that answered the question. I'm trying not to go into too much detail because like these these are only snack episodes or only short episodes. But of course, it's a bit difficult when I want to explain the background of the question. So yeah, I really hope I answered that in enough detail. The next question is how to deal with competition in eating disorders. Now I have actually done a TikTok about this. So if you go onto my TikTok, it's just my name, Athena Crilly. It will be somewhere on my feed. But generally people with eating disorders are very competitive and this occurs in all aspects of their lives. For me, I was particularly competitive during my eating disorder. Um, I wanted to be the best at everything and particularly the best at being anorexic. And this is a case for many, many different people with eating disorders. It goes hand in hand with that kind of comparison syndrome and the perfectionist traits that anorexics and people with eating disorders often have. A lot of the time, people with eating disorders like to compare how sick they are to other people and they might not feel sick enough themselves. So they want to kind of earn their place in the eating disorder world. And this can lead to, you know, a lot of competition with other people who are suffering. Competition can also stem from jealousy. So anorexics, for example, can be very jealous that other people are a lower weight or that they're eating less than them or they're exercising more intently. And it's really, really toxic. I think that although there is a lot of resources online about eating disorders and, you know, healthy weights and healthy food intakes, it can really perpetuate this kind of competition for people who are suffering to you know, get lower calorie intake, exercise more and get into that really unhealthy weight range. Ultimately, there should be no competition in eating disorders because whoever wins the eating disorder competition is actually the loser because they're the ones that are perpetuating the eating disorder and not recovering. So yeah, it wasn't really a question to be fair, it was kind of like a statement of someone was asking me to talk about competition in eating disorders. So I hope that I kind of gave the right information there that they wanted to hear. And we'll do one more question. How to know if I'm eating enough during recovery? Often you're given a recovery plan in treatment and this is calculated by professionals based on your weight, your height and your kind of daily needs. I would say if you're doing it at home and you don't have the help of a professional, aim for three meals and three snacks that are substantial. They all contain one form of carb, protein and fat. And of course, make sure you're getting in the micronutrients, the fruits and the veggies. You shouldn't be going to bed feeling hungry. You should not be feeling tired and drained throughout the day. Take each day as it comes. But over time, if you are eating enough, you will start to see the right kind of changes. 
and it's not really a one-size-fits-all when it comes to nutrition for recovery it's a very individualistic thing see how your weight goes if you are aiming to gain weight and you're not doing you clearly need to eat more if you're losing weight again you need to eat more And if you're in that maintenance phase of recovery, again, expect your weight to go up and down a little bit. It will vary ever so slightly. That's normal. But if you are seeing massive spikes or massive decreases in your weight, you will need to adjust your meal plan accordingly. So that is the end of the Q&A. I know I only answered three questions, but I realise that this episode is already longer than most of my other snack episodes. So I hope this was helpful. I'm going to be doing kind of regular Q&A. So check me out on Instagram at Finding My Fit Podcast and keep an eye out for my question posts or my stories that have a little question box where you can submit anything that you want me to answer. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys in the next episode.